Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And I have to be completely honest. I was very, very close to not even doing a podcast tonight. You know, it was just one of those days where as soon as I finish work and I come home and I don't know if I'm just carb loading so much, which is why my body crashes so easily, or the fact that I just work so much without barely any sleep whatsoever. And as soon as I come home, all I want to do is just take a nap. But then I realized, you know what? I got to push myself to do the things that I want to do. As I said before, small habits kick in. We got to make small habits to do the things that we want to do in our life. Then I thought, okay, what can I do to pass the time? Well, I haven't organized my Google Sheets for a while, considering that I've been emailing so many people to try to get a hold of them. You know, it's my form of direct marketing, and it's also my way of trying to keep track of who said yes, who said no, who hasn't responded, so on and so forth. And then guess what happens? Google Sheets tell me, well, Google to be exact, tells me that I need access of my own program in my own computer. Yippee-yay, mother-freaking-a, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So when I want to be proactive and I want to do something for me to do the things that I need to do, there's always something that is beyond my control that fucks it up for everything. Ain't that something? Unbelievable. I can imagine that there are so many people that just get behind a a voice you know, uh, a microphone or a video camera or whatever the case may be. And then for some odd reason, the tech or the program just becomes faulty as shit. And you want to just punch the damn thing in the freaking throat, but you just can't because you realize you spent a crap load of money for this thing. So you have to find another solution to try to see if you can make it work, which means for me personally, I'm going to have to find another program and basically start from scratch. Awesome. Fucking awesome. But aside from all of that, there's really nothing much. Once again, we're going through another week of not saying anything much. Hashtag, you know, ain't shit going on, except For the fact that this Friday, and it just feels too soon, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings will be hitting the big screen. And there are already a lot of people, a lot of, you know, either professional critics or reviewers or whatever the hell you want to call them that have already seen the movie, already reviewed it, already has give their opinion on it. And I did not really pay attention too much to them for the simple reason that I kind of want to judge this movie on my own. And it's just one of those moments where I'm like, huh, that's right. It is this Friday. Well, got to clear my schedule. Got to make sure. Well, I wouldn't say clear my schedule because I still have to work. But I got to look forward to this thing and in a way talk about it. Talk about it's the next Marvel movie coming out with two more coming out this year. The Eternals. Well, 
by Marvel, I mean MCU in this particular case, because we still have Venom. Hopefully, it's not being postponed. We still have... Do we have another Sony movie in the works for the rest of the year? I don't think so. I know there are a few movies that are on HBO Max that will be debuting, unless that, that slate is finished as well. But from memory serves me correctly, I believe there's only three more coming. There is Shang-Chi this Friday, there's Venom, and then there's Spider-Man at the end of the year. Oh, and The Eternals, which, again, is completely forgetful to me, and I don't know anything about the characters, so, you know, it is what it is. But nevertheless, Shang-Chi will be happening this Friday, which means that when I come back on Friday, I'll probably review the movie. I don't know if I'm going to see it Thursday night or Friday afternoon, but we'll see what happens when I come back on Friday to do the podcast episode. And if for any reason I don't get to it because, you know, work or whatever the case may be, then it'll come up. It'll come up regardless. Anyway, enough of that. Since this is a ain't hashtag, ain't hashtag. <laughs> you, you see how enthusiastic I am today? Ain't that a bitch. Hashtag ain't going much today. Just going to report some news that's been happening. Little minor news, but I can give my take here or there. Probably less than 30 minutes, I would say. I'd say around that ballpark, you know, give or take of how many things to talk about. But we will see as things play out. All that plus our supervillain quote of the day, but first... Like we always do about this time, let's get the shoutouts out of the way, shall we? And, goddamn, I'm trying my best once again not to get emotional on this one, but we just had another passing literally, what, a few days ago? It, it was very, very recent, and it's it's so heartbreaking, it really is, when the people that you, in a way, liked... Or you are a fan of their work and it's just one of those moments where you're like, fucking hell, another one bites the dust. And I'm not I'm not saying that in a joking way. I'm saying that because it's true. It's just one of those moments where it's like, fucking hell, man. For those of you that have no idea, idea what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Ed Asner or Asner. Hopefully I'm mispronouncing that name correctly. Ed Asner. He died at 91 just you know, a few days ago, and it's just one of those moments where I'm like, fucking hell, man, because he was a part of my childhood growing up, voicing so many characters, hold on, let, let me, let me, I, I want to give credit to where credit is due, so let me look up, um, what exactly, like, who exactly he voiced, because, goddamn, he's been through so many roles, if you remember Up, I believe it was from Disney Pixar, if you remember Up, he was the old man, uh, he played J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man. He played so many interesting characters. I'm going to look it up right now as I'm recording to see. Okay, I see right right on my phone. He's voiced like around 47 characters. Played Carl, like I said, from Up, J. Jonah Jameson. You know, Granny Goodness from Superman, uh, Batman Apocalypse. He played J Bart Jason from El Dorado. He played Ben Parker from The Spectacular Spider-Man. You know, he played Hudson from Gargoyles. He played Mr. Harris. He played Skull the Owl. He played Crad or Crade, whatever the case. Jacob Markley from A Christmas Carol. He's played so many characters, which means he's not only a strong 
voice actor, but he's a guy that pretty much has been there, done that, and has revolutionized. I'm going to say revolutionized, you know, that's a strong word. But he's left a hell of a legacy for other voice actors and actors in general, performers and entertainers like myself to just hit that milestone, to to hit, to, to go into peak levels of just legendary status. And I'm just here to pay my respects to his family, you know, the people that he's affected, the people that have been inspired by him. I'm so sorry for your loss. I wish I've met him and I wish I could meet him in person, you know, get that good luck charm of voice acting from him. But fucking hell, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Ed. You will you will forever be missed. Fucking hell. God damn. Already starting this off with a downward spiral type of a negative aspect. It really is. I hope that. I can learn from him. I'm probably going to watch a few of his videos to see what advice he would give on aspiring voice actors, newbies, veterans, or whatever. See if I can learn something from him. Never give up. Always go forward. You know, things like that. And yeah, once again, rest in peace to the man, the legend himself. You know, I pay my respect and my, uh, my condolences to his family, to the people he's affected. Like I said, his fans. It's it's a rough time, especially with everything that's going on right now in the world. It's it's a rough time as it is. And the people that we always deem as our heroes, the people that inspire us to do great, to do good, when they leave, it hurts, man. It hurts a little bit. Even though that I didn't know him personally, it still hurts in a in a type of way where you're like, ah, fuck, man. But in any case, rest in peace, Ed. Rest in eternal power. You will forever be missed and never forgotten. That's all I got to say about that. Let's move on from the shout out since this was a depressing moment as it is. Let's just go into just saying stuff, just talking stuff. And that comes right in a bit. I want to start off by saying real quick that if for any reason you hear a child's voice in the background, it's because my niece, my girlfriend decided to bring, you know, her little niece. I treat her like my niece as well. And, you know, she's playing around. She's like four years old. and She's going to be playing around and make some noise. And because let's face it, little kids don't like to go to bed early. So there you have it. That's why you hear something in the background. If for any reason it pops up. So... Just putting a little bit of a disclaimer there. Any case, we are now at the position where little bit of news is popping up. There's not not anything monumental, but there was a couple of things that really caught my eye. For one thing, there's a new mobile game, a new a new mobile game. Whoever wants to say mobile, mobile, same shit, tomato, tomato. There's a new mobile game coming out, and it, it actually already is out. I've played a little bit of it. It's called Marvel's future revolution and from i've only played like maybe a few minutes from it because the controls are a little bit hard to figure out but i do like the fact that it's very fast paced it's you you know who the characters are for so far i've played as 
Iron Man. I've played as Black Widow. I've played as Peter Quill. I've even played as Storm. I've played as Spider-Man. So, you already have a huge selection of characters. You already have the Avengers. You probably have one or two characters from the X-Men. And it's one of these games that you can easily download on your phone if you have a lot of memory and, you know, space to save on your phone. And it's one of these games where you don't have to think too much about the plot. It's one of these games where you can just play for fun and then just have a good time with it. You don't have to focus too much on the story, even though a good story is always good. It's what hooks us into playing anything for that matter, playing the game, watching a movie, a TV show, whatever. But what I like about this game so much, well, not so much, but so far, is the fact that it has good fluidity. Now, what I mean is you go from point A to point B very, very quickly. It doesn't really waste your time in terms of all of the filler-in type of stuff from what I've seen thus far. Because like I said, I've only played like a few minutes of it. There's already been reviews that this game is better than Marvel's Avengers. I feel like almost any Marvel game, I I think some people... uh, Do you remember last year when Marvel Strike Force was like heavily advertised on YouTube and and television and whatever like Marvel Strike Force I didn't even play the game and I just saw it was heavily heavily advertised and I then realized that a lot of mobile games they put a lot of by they I mean the studios or the game developers they put a lot of marketing on mobile games it's they, this is something new to me that I had no idea considering I don't really pay attention to to the aspects of video games as much as I want to I have to bring my best friend in for that but for this one, they definitely marketed marketed highly, and it's viewed to be probably one of the top games to play for Marvel. Even though it is a mobile game, and you can just you can probably finish it maybe within a day or two if you truly truly think about it. And it it constantly always updates itself. So if for any reason that you feel like you're stuck in something, I I don't even know how to save. I didn't even save the game yet, so chances are if I replay it, I'm probably going to go into something else, but I do like the fact that it's fluidity, it's, it's, it has fluidity, it's fast, it's, you, you pretty much know in a way, if you're a big, big Marvel fan, you know exactly what's going on, you know what's going on, the voice acting is good, the fight sequences are great, it's just the controls are a little bit hard to figure out because it's at this point that I'm just mashing buttons. I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm just like mashing, mashing buttons. Okay, does this work? How the hell do I move? Uh, how the hell do I fly? How the hell do I do this and that and blah, blah, blah. The last time I played a video game on my phone, I kid you not, was probably when I re-downloaded Pokemon Emerald a few years ago. And I was hooked on that game for a while. And I can imagine a lot of you are great big Pokemon fans. I am not. I only did it for nostalgia purposes because I there's no way in hell I'm getting Diamond and White and uh, Ultra Omega, whatever. I don't even, I don't even, I can't even keep count of what generation is right now. I, I'm, I am not that guy, but I'm very nostalgic and I'm going to go back to a point where I know that I was happy at that time. So I'd say right now, give it a try. Give Marvel's, you know, Future Revolution a try and see what you think. See what you think. You know, moving on to the next topic. 
So there was an announcement for DC FanDome to appear October 16th, which is funny because that's essentially about two weeks after New York's Comic-Con. And it says that they're going to show more trailers of the Batman coming up and Black Adam and The Flash and all these other stuff. I said it on Twitter today, actually. I'm most likely going to skip it. And the reason why I'm going to skip it is because, one, we've already seen a lot of the trailers that happened last year when DC FanDome came through. And trust me, I was blown away with what it is that I saw. It, I had to, I had to re-watch it, re-watch the, the, the trailers that I missed later on when they did a repeat three times over eight hours long. I had to wait until that night to re-watch a few of the trailers that missed. So... I was very, very, I was exhausted. I'm not going to lie. I was exhausted, but I got through it. And one of the things that I also focused on was the fact that it teased enough to get you hooked and it didn't show too much. No matter what trailer it was, whether it was Zack Snyder, it was the Batman, Black Adam, Flash, Wonder Woman, and so on and so forth. It showed just enough for you to get hooked and excited. But then COVID got worse. COVID got worse, and then all of the films that we were promised, or at least a couple of them, was basically postponed. It was basically postponed. So now it's at the point where, okay, if we see these trailers, and if we see brand new content, the exclusive content that DC FanDome is going to give us, but the behind the scenes, the interviews, the, you know, the, the comic panels, if there are any comic panels, things like that. Is it going to be a point where we're going to get disappointed again? Am I going to be invested so much in terms of what I'm looking forward to now to just get heartbroken later? Knowing full well that A, we have no idea if this situation with the Delta variant and COVID and everything else is going to get better or worse. I have to, we have to wait until we see what happens with the upcoming movies this year. It's, there are so many unknowns now. And the last thing I need is for me to look at something and then the date says, okay, it's coming out on this date, but it's currently in production or we'll wait and see what happens or, you know, it's coming soon. I, ha- I hate that coming soon shit. I really do. I hate it. Put a date, stick to it, and then see where it goes. That's just my opinion. That is just my opinion. Not to mention, and let's face it, you know me, you've known me for a while now, I don't like watching trailers after the first one. It's just a personal rule that I have for me. I like to keep the suspense for myself. I like to look forward to something knowing full well that I've only seen it once. Granted, granted, it's nearly impossible to try to not see thumbnails or characters. I kid you not. There's already a rumor going on right now, you know, switching topics a little bit. There's already a rumor going on right now that the, that the, real trailer for Spider-Man is going to happen on October somewhere in the middle or towards the end of October. As a matter of fact, I don't even remember when fan is it fandom coming out on the 16th. I don't know. It's somewhere in October, November. Sorry if I misspoke a while ago. There's already a rumor that the real trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home is coming out towards the middle of October. And it's one of those moments where I'm like, oh my God, like I really want to watch it But I know I'm going to get spoiled if I watch it because for some odd reason, 
the studios for Hollywood do not understand when to hold something back. They want to give you all of the treats. They want to give you all of the stuff right away. And it's just one of those moments where I'm like, God damn it, man. You just had to show that. And then what happens? It's on Twitter and people, and it's trending and it gets passed around. And then we mistakenly watch something and then, well, I didn't want to see that. Fuck, man. So I know I'm ranting on and on about this a little bit too much. Again, I'm just at a point where I'm like, we really don't need this. And I can save myself 24 hours from watching something that I know is going to happen or may not happen anytime soon. Then again, then again, if there's if there is new content out there that I haven't seen before, like the Flash trailer for example, with Michael Keaton in it, you bet your sweet ass I'm going to watch it or or do the sensible thing and then just wait for YouTube to upload it. And then I'll watch it on YouTube because I get to watch the specifics. So as long as I know what exactly is happening, I'll be able to pick and choose what I want at a later time. That's my strategy. That definitely is my strategy. Next up on this, uh, you know, just hashtag just talking stuff. What other news is going on right now? Let's see. Let's see what's going on in the world. There's going to be a new actor. I saw this briefly today. There's going to be a new actor that is going to play Poison Ivy in Batwoman Season 3, if I'm not mistaken. Interesting. I believe her name is... Hold on. Let me see if I can just bring this up. And here we go. Batwoman Season 3 cast Agent Carter star as Poison Ivy. Her name is Bridget Regan. Poison Ivy in Season 3. Now, I really don't have much to comment on this. As I said, I'm just talking right now. I don't have much to say on this matter for the simple reason that I have still not seen Batwoman yet. For some, I I know the reason. I'm just not motivated to see the, the perspective of, you know... I don't want to downgrade or downplay this show considering that I need to give it a chance to see it. But because I've been hearing so much negative stuff about it, it drives me away from it. And yes, I understand. I should not base my opinion on what other people think because that's that's going to sound me as being a hypocrite because I talk about how stupid that is when it comes to other people. But you just can't help that. It, do you know what conformity is? Of course you do. Of course you do. You know. Uh, is it conformity? I'm sure it's conformity. It's not obedience, it's conformity. There was an experiment, and I'm sure you've heard this from school, but let me just bring it up, you know, real quick. If a, if a professor asked you, what's 2 plus 2? And you say 4. This is probably a terrible example, but I'm just going to bring it up anyway, you know. 2 plus 2 is 4, right? And you got everyone except you to say 5. To say 5, 5, Five, 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 and five. And then for some weird reason, you instantly think that maybe you are wrong and you instantly believe what other people are saying because every one of them is saying the same answer. 
So when the teacher asks you what is 2 plus 2 and then you say 5, you are now a conformist because you believe in terms of what other people said. That's exactly how I feel when it comes to a show like this. If almost everyone, let's let's throw out a number, let's say 90% of the human population that actually watches this show said that it fucking sucks, then why should I bring myself to watch a show like that if everyone is going to shit on it? You know what I mean? But at the same time, I get it. I have to give it a chance because as a Batman fan, and let's face it, even though there's an old saying, nobody wants to make a bad film, nobody wants to make a bad show, nobody wants to make bad content. Unless they want to do it for whatever reason they feel like they have to. Nobody wants to step in those shoes. They really don't. But, considering this is the CW we're talking about, considering this is part of the Arrowverse we're talking about, considering that the majority of their themes has to do with either young or teen type romance, and the whole thing about you know, love and connections and the fact that it enforces on representation in the LGBTQ community and the fact that the woke culture has to be included and the fact that all of these elements that I am completely against, almost every single one of them that I'm completely against is in this show, I can already expect myself that I'm going to be wasting so many hours of my life just watching it in general. And I don't want to do that. That's like saying if I want to rewatch a lot of the uh, Netflix Marvel shows, I don't want to rewatch the Iron Fist. I really don't. You know what? Let's bring up another example. Let's say if someone comes to me and they say, Garcia, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I want to watch it with you. Well, now in my mind, I'm just thinking to myself, fucking hell because I know how it's going to end so you cannot be reinvested in terms of watching all of these hours and content when you know that it's just going to end poorly and I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen if I watch this these seasons this show Batwoman now granted granted on the flip side of that coin there's a chance that season three can knock it out of the park There's a chance that the show can get brand new writers that know what the fuck they're doing and it could be a goldmine. It could be one of the best shows since Arrow Season 2 or it could be one of the best shows since the first seasons of The Flash, for example. So there is a chance that it could steer in the right direction and move ever upward. Little plug in there for my voiceover career. Just saying, ever upward VO. Just... You know, just want to throw that out there. There's a chance that it could have a complete resurgence. And if that's the case, should I give it enough of a chance for me to go through so much bullshit to get to the good stuff? It's like the old saying, you got to go through 99 no's to get to that one yes. Now the question is, is that yes worth it? Is it worth it? I don't know. But I know that we just went on a complete rail on that one. Congratulations to Bridget for getting the role of Poison Ivy. You know, hopefully that she does that character well. Hopefully she knocks it out of the park. And that's about it. We will see what happens with that. Nothing really much major talking about right now on the fact that 
so much, you know, it's just the little things. It's just the little things that pops up every now and then. But with that being said, I think that's done. I think that's it. That is all we have for today on Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. Unless there's something else that also just pops up on my radar. And I'll just quickly talk about it. But for right now, that's about it. Oh yeah, and the posters for Venom Let There Be Carnage is fucking sick. I've already downloaded it and I put it on my my wallpaper on my phone. And I love it. I, I, I just love it, you know. It just, it just makes me wonder what the hell am I going to do for Comic-Con considering the fact that masks have to be mandated. So I'm not really motivated to dress up again. I'll probably wear, you know, a strong superhero type shirt that is related to something that's upcoming. And in this case, it is actually Venom. So I'll probably wear a cool badass Venom shirt that I got from Universal Studios. You'll see when I post up the pictures. You'll see. But once again, that's all we have for this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, hit that like and subscribe button on my Spotify and iTunes. It helps me out greatly. Let's continue to keep this truck on rolling, considering that it's been a while since I said any of that whatsoever. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you know what to do. You know what to do best. Hit me up on Voice of Garcia on Instagram and Twitter. I am mostly on Twitter or my LinkedIn, Mike Garcia VO. You know, I'm always on LinkedIn, so you can follow me there too. You can connect with me. We can talk. We can connect. We can, you know, share passionate work. We can share whatever you like. And if that's not enough for you and you want to join the Facebook group, go to OTC Fanatics on Facebook and I'll approve you and you can post anything you want as long as you keep it respectful with everybody else because it is a safe community. It is a safe society. We the people. Now, before we end this night off, let's go into our supervillain quote of the day. And this one is from Talia Al Ghul. It's been a while since we've heard from her, isn't it? And she says, It is true, you know. There is no man your equal. Therefore, you are the only man I can love. And my reaction to that is this. That love story between Bruce slash Batman and Talia is so forced. There is no chemistry with that whatsoever. It is so amazing that the writers back then actually thought of trying to pivot these two together. And it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. You can even put that up to par a little bit with Batman and Batgirl. It doesn't work, guys. It just doesn't work. You know, there's no love there. It's forced. It's forced. I mean, she fucking drugs him. She basically drugs and rapes him for God's sake. And then they conceive fucking Damian Wayne. Hate that little guy. Fucking hate him. Oh. Well, looks like my phone is a buzzing because they want to make noise. They being my Lacey Panda and her niece, considering the fact that they know that I'm recording. So, nevertheless, <laughs> it's just another day. Guys, tune in Friday, hopefully tune in on Friday, where I will talk about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And if for any reason I can't get to it Friday because of work, then you will definitely get it on Saturday. So, until then, stay safe, and always remember, always remember, when it comes to news, comics, shows, movies, whatever the case may be, if you hear about it, 
and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time, I'm done, I'm through. Peace out.